through clarity. What's up, party people? Welcome back to Under the Table Talk with Sierra and Ethan, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Let's get into it. What's up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Under the Table Talk. Please allow me to introduce my co-host. God, wow. It's the weed. Honestly, you know what? It's going to be the weed today. I'm Dude, gonna I've, I've done intros like I had to stop myself five words in like 10 times in a row. And I'm like, wait, I don't want to say it. no. So well, I'm, I'm going to be honest. all about the the. I, I feel like people really appreciate the gaffes and whatnot. And, and when you're like uh because uh, they assume people doing podcasts are always fucking perfect yeah. and uh, yeah i yeah it's you better know, this for weed, the world this weed is certainly making me more conscientious about what i'm saying but we'll we'll you're, get there you're doing great thanks sweetheart um it up <laughs> i, I don't even to... know if my mind is functioning right now so i'm well just i love that we're gonna right say, there. Like, that's a we're gonna clip that um <laughs> all right three two one What's up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Under the Table Talk. Of course, to my right is the beautiful, stunning Sierra Speck. But we have a super fun guest today, a guest that has changed the complete motion of the ocean under this table. We are stoned. He is stoned. But first, you need to know he's a fellow podcast host. He runs the Dualistic Unity. He also just ran a marathon. And by just, it was sometime within the last year. You know, I don't know my times. And he did it while he was stoned. This guy can do something stoned that I can't do sober. Now, I would like to introduce you, the man, the myth, the legend, Andrew Murnane. What is up, Ethan and Sierra? And we're excited to have you on the show. Yeah, um, as... I'm feeling good, man. I'm excited yeah. to be here. I appreciate the intro and looking forward to chat. Feeling, feeling, feeling all sorts of stuff. I love right that. Now. Nice and peeled back. So this should love be it. Fun it is amazing. Uh, we've been so excited. We found you on social media. You were watching his TikToks. Yeah, I found your TikTok, yeah. and I was like howling. The marathon, <laughs> the prep for the marathon, were some of the funniest series clips yeah. I've ever seen. And for those who don't know, what I'm talking about. He would take a different amount of edibles a day, usually by one-upping it every day. And you got up to six edibles for a 13-mile run with your mother on a bike, which, by the way, also killed me. Um, My mother loves that idea, although my mom thinks she's a weed shirt but doesn't have much of it. But what kind of inspired you to get into, like, just starting with that, like the marathon? Like, what inspired you to be like, I am so athletic, I can do this sober, now I just want to intoxicate myself? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, the story with the marathon, I saw some videos actually from uh, a friend, Tim Chiuzano. Great dude. Definitely toss him a follow on a, a TikTok if you're not following him already. Uh, and Casey Neistat. I saw uh, videos that posted okay. from the 2022 marathon. And I was like, damn, that that looks like a lot of fun. I really want to do that next year. <laughs> And so I figured if I'm going to do that, I should probably train for it. And so through the training, I had to raise money for a charity and was trying to think of ideas for, you know, easier ways to raise money, try and bring attention into like a new thing I was doing, being running. And I forget where I was or what I was doing with the the gummy run idea, but I uh, actually through Tim Giazzano introduced me to running high. Whoa. initially and so okay. then uh a month or two later kind of had the thought of incorporating it just as a as an easier way to raise money i'd probably 
you know, videos would probably do pretty well. And uh, that and is yeah. so crazy. Like, cause I mean, you took six gummies for 13 miles. Have you ever taken six gummies and no running? Like just chilling? No, no. And was that funny. your first time ever taking that many edibles at one time? Uh, yes. Oh my Although God. Though there was time, one time in college. Um, <laughs> one time in college. Now, now that I'm remembering that, I'm like, Holy fucking shit, dude. Now you're high and you're on a podcast episode. Cause back then <laughs> I took uh I, I weed used to make me so uncomfortable I could barely even function. And it just I think yeah. a lot of it has to do with how much faith in yourself that you have and how relaxed you are in general. And so if you don't have that much faith in yourself and you're relying upon a, a lot of things, a lot of, you know, things, e either ideas or things that you maintain in your head, then it's gonna be a much tougher time it really shows i think it yeah. really shows yourself in a lot of ways and so um back in college i took one that i heard only within the last year might have been like 75 milligrams oh, which made no sense it was <laughs> um my fraternity was having called it thanks drinking it was like before everyone left for thanksgiving break yeah. uh a thanksgiving meal and so we uh yeah, a, a couple kids took edibles, and I was like, "Oh, it'll be great," because I had taken one before and had a decent time on it. You're like, "I'll do and, it, fuck yeah. it." Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, it'll it'll be great," and uh, I took it, and about 45 minutes in, was feeling good and and laughing and having oh, a good time, no. and then I kept <laughs> getting higher and feeling like, like I was just... getting higher, and I fought the out of that feeling i was like i don't want to get higher I don't yeah want you're to like no I'm, I'm cool get... right here leave me here chilling at baseline yeah, exactly and uh and so i fought the fuck out of it ended up in the fetal position on the fire escape of my uh <laughs> my rat house there and uh and uh, yeah it's just so yeah there, there's that's been a so lot of crazy discomfort in there i mean <laughs> i took really five funny. milligrams today and i'm fine i'm I'm cruising. Oh, I'm I'm ten in, and I I'm, I'm feeling. I mean, but we also so for us, this the reason this idea was funny for all of us to kind of get stoned under here together is we just we just don't like we I don't do that. I used to a lot, and it just like tapered off of like my activity list. But like, it is really yeah. fun to do. So I, used to I was like, smoke this a is lot. I used to smoke a lot and do edibles. I made edibles and sold them in college. Okay, well now she just admitted to a crime on a podcast. True. But it's we fine. It's fine. It's legal now. No one will care. No one in listens. certain states, and New York is one of them. So that's yeah. how we got to the marathon yeah, part of it. Fine. Actually, if you but... get it, if you get it shipped from some of these companies, you can go anywhere besides Idaho because we've done some ads on our podcast for some of those. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's that pretty are, smart. They're like, there's a rule with like it's hemp because it's derived from hemp, and they have right. Amount. You can interesting. Actually, it's legal. Uh, legal everywhere. So yeah, Idaho is a weird I mean, place. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie; I wouldn't be surprised. I wasn't surprised no. when you said Idaho was one of the places you can't do it. I mean, they're still living in like pre-civil rights times, so it's uh, it's an interesting place over there. I've never been to Idaho, it's, so I don't know anything about Idaho you know, besides potatoes. Um, everybody has a weed origin story. We kind of like talked about it at the beginning before we even started rolling. But I, it's so funny because I think yours is gonna be so deep in like my origin to weed, like my coming out and smoking weed for the first time was My way different story. and under way different circumstances, Same. but you're the guest. So I'm kind of curious, like what I know you started seeing it from other influencers and stuff, but how about like skip back to when you first got high for the first time or second, third, however it worked for you. Um, what was your origin to it? Like what brought you to, to weed? True. Yeah. 
um, I'm very curious about your origin stories. As it's well. just so dumb. It is just going to be the dumbest. So like, dumb. yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to get to it. But uh, yeah, no, I didn't smoke. I was very much very good rule follower throughout my life. Didn't really do a lot of drinking or smoking in high school at all. And so when I got to college, I, uh, I wanted to give it all shots and, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, I got into drinking more and, uh, and yeah, first, first time I smoked was in my freshman dorm. My friend Jake had a bong. I was going to ask if it was a bong or like a GB. I was like, that just seemed like the most college thing. Ever. Oh my God. My first yeah. GB I think it was experience. like bong out of a Gatorade bottle or something. Oh and, boy. Uh, oh my yeah. God. Or no, I think, he, I think he had a legit one. I think he had a legit one. And so he, uh, yeah, he was, yeah. Great dude, but you know, can be a bit of an asshole sometimes. Oh God. Oh, hey, God. Jay. Watch out, so, Jay. <laughs> Shots fired, Jay. I'm, I'm fucking around. I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he lit it and, you know, hit the thing and was like, all right, just suck. And so he kept, you know, lighting it and he was like, keep sucking, keep sucking, keep sucking. Oh, no, that's the and worst. I was like, I think I got to take another breath. He was like, that's fine. Take another yeah, breath. Yeah, no, they want you so, to do that. It's... Yeah. And so he's like, all right, in a second, I'm going to pull. And then he just inhaled oh, all of it. And so, yeah. And so he pulled and I inhaled all of it. And yeah, ended up, it wasn't like awful. It was just, I was so not used to that experience of being oh, high. Yeah. and i didn't really fight it too much it was just really intense and i remember just having to go sit out in the hallway and feeling everything <laughs> wobbling around i just had to take myself like, outside <laughs> yeah, i had to step out for a minute here Hang on. yeah Be right back fresh air in the uh in the quad, quad dorm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, you the, you to rip it out of a bong for your first try that's, that's yeah, yeah and it was a big, I've, it was, I've actually contemplated death bong. like coughing up after a bong before like it won't yeah. stop and I'm like oh I'd rather somebody like put me down with a tranquilizer like right now like my throat is on fire so kudos oh. to you and double huffing it yeah like that's no, the worst I, I, advice someone could ever give you while you're smoking any any device is just keep sucking <laughs> <laughs> and you're like okay right and like you're supposed to hit it for like 10 seconds and like one to yeah the counting like, the counting certainly changes yeah. in, in your head you you know what's cut and at this point but at that point i had no i thought that was just how you smoked weed I yeah no, like, yeah you're like there, you knew new no other way right exactly. right yeah it was, uh, very very green to the herb but i still feel like i am because after college didn't really touch it for a while because i didn't understand that like my experiences that i had that got more intense and i felt more you know anxious or nervous or whatever would come up or paranoid um, that that was all in there and that the weed is just kind of showing me that. And so uh, I was able to yes. you know, face more stuff. What a beautiful and, way to look at it. I was just like, wow, I'm going through some shit. In a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And even just like being a little sillier and goofier, like dude, I, and Sierra, and <laughs> that was in reference to both of you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I right. be a dude sometime. Right. Dudes. dudes. I have, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and now I'm like, fuck, hold on. Where was I? Where was I even going? Oh, see, no worries. This is the power of the weed. This is it. Yeah. Um, you were talking yeah. about my jet pack. <laughs> no, I had it too. Oh, this <laughs> is where the, uh, um, you were talking. It's almost like you were using it for like, oh, yeah, yeah, taking myself, yeah, taking yeah. myself like it, seriously. Like you were, yeah, 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 and not being able to laugh at myself. Like, even you know, that experience of like losing my train of thought. Like, I've taken <laughs> myself so seriously throughout my life that that, like, 
jars me. And then I stress about it and I'm like, Oh, I can't lose that. And, and so we'd even when I'm high, like I take myself less seriously. I have the opportunity to take my less myself less seriously, but if I am taking myself more seriously while I'm high, then it like doubles down on the judgment. And that's a lot of the, the issues that I'll have come up just yeah. because I've taken myself very seriously yeah. throughout my life. So it's been a good practice for me to just very interesting. let go a little bit more and not take oh, yeah. myself. I love it. Seriously. <laughs> I, I said, I love it. Cause I, I'm just a walking mistake. So I, uh, Oh my God. Well, come on. I, I mean, not like my, it's I, a I was beautiful my... way to live. Honestly, <laughs> it's a solid bar. It's way better than thinking that your bar has got to be. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I love the. I used to hold the. I think I held the bar high too. But it, again, I never got to weed as a therapeutical thing, which I think it is. It totally is. I mean, I don't know. It brings a lot of joy out of me. I feel it clearly. I might look like a. I look like a hyena right now. I cannot stop. My face feels like it just is going up. Anyways, um, my my story. Yeah, I'm fucking. This is this is gonna be an interesting show to get through here. So we're gonna. <laughs> if we I, get through it, yeah, it's like. I was like, this is all right. I, um, how did you start weed? This is, this, yeah, how I started weed <laughs> is not as graceful as you. Honestly, getting your full, like, bong rip to, That's get, it, to get it going. Ours was like, I was 15 or 16. I'm going to go with 16 to scare my parents a little bit less. And, uh, we're all in this garage and it's like, no one knows what they're doing. So we just paid $40 for two joints, which now it doesn't work in America because legs, or weed's legal. Um, $40 for two joints. And so we have it. And like, there's two kids who, you know, want to come off as like that. We we've done this before thing. And we're like, we got it. And this is cool. This is what makes us, this is high school. I was like, high school. We do. We, yeah, I know that was kind of the vibe on it. And so I was too afraid to smoke. I, you know, I'm a hypochondriac. I talk about it all the time. I've been a hypochondriac since I was born. So I was like, Oh, lung cancer, you know, matter what it is. Um, that what lung, like, is that fear of, what is that fear of lung cancer? Fear, fear of yeah, literally yeah. Getting, getting lung anything, cancer getting or like anything. hypophilioma. I just made that one. But he just literally thinks he always has something. Yeah, I think I have something right now. At all times. At all times. So and it was young me. I was again sixteen year old. Like I if like, I smoke this, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get lung cancer tomorrow. So right. like that was as soon as it hits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> literally, it's like it's <laughs> fully acting. body. So fast acting. It's fast acting, and again through smoking. So, anyways. They're getting into it. Everyone's passing this thing around. They're like, ah, Ethan will collude you somehow. It's like, I don't really want to smoke this. I don't know what I'm going to do. I do want to get high. And I didn't get high this time, but this was my introduction to weed. They created the idea of putting me in the middle of the circle and everybody just blow their smoke into the middle of the circle where I'm sitting. You're going to get secondhand high. Just get clouded. Just get absolutely clouded. Which I feel like I've seen in a movie done, but like I was, I, yeah, I, I didn't actually work. I felt very stupid and I feel stupid telling this one. Standing in the middle of the circle, like give it to me, guys. Honestly, like there's. Oh, a- I was I wasn't sure if you were gonna say I was higher than a kite or it didn't didn't work at all. No, it didn't like, work I, at all. And I was like, I no remember, I remember having like fake a little bit. I was like, oh, maybe I feel like a t- tingle. And then eventually, I got over the lung cancer thing and decided to smoke out of some bowls and some there joints. And now I feel cool on it. Honestly, smoking a joint at a music festival might be the coolest thing one can do. Yeah, you feel pretty yeah. cool. Out oh, and about. Time. Yeah. I feel, feel like cool. mine was similar in a sense of like high school. I was not in a garage. I was outside of a garage. <laughs> and like the, well, we had middle, to hide from like, the cops. It was like 9 or 10 p.m. And I'm with like, I was probably a freshman or sophomore in high school. And I was with all these boys that were like a grade above 
me and like uh, my girlfriends. Look at her. And they're like, we have weed, like we're gonna smoke, it's gonna be great. But then we smoked out of um one person made an apple and Those... one person made like a Gatorade bottle. Like yeah, look at oh. the ingenuity for you too. And I was like smoking out of like tin foil at one point, and I was like, I don't know if this is even nope. good for my body. But they were like, just suck and inhale and then just like feel like you're taking a deep breath and then swallow it and then you'll be high. And I was like, okay. And so then we all did it. I think I had like one hit maybe, maybe two. And I think I just convinced myself that I was like high. Yeah. And then we like I think everybody for the first time. effect is, is a very real thing too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. like secondhand. Almost you, you start seeing how people are acting and it's like right. they start relaxing a little bit. And then yeah. You feel or like, like everyone just gets so giddy and then yeah. you're just like it's just a laughing factory like it's just yeah one after the other it's like the best it's just laughter. oh yeah it's so and, contagious and you bounce off each other because as soon as someone starts laughing then it's like it's and, and you're in that spot where it's like church giggles yeah and your friend or your sibling <laughs> yeah. starts oh, laughing and it's like even barely even a thing and all of a sudden you, you can't hold it in you know like, I, I had points growing up that i had to you know, go to the bathroom because of that just to just to let it out <laughs> again i have to excuse myself <laughs> step outside yeah this is this is too damn funny that's so no, funny. but it wasn't it wasn't always it wasn't about church when i was younger but uh yeah just something coming up for sure <laughs> hey Die. yeah i wasn't allowed in church when i was younger um i don't know why uh <laughs> i kid there was we're, we're in, wait we're hold on we're not allowed in the building or we're not allowed <laughs> I I was doing I was doing metaphor. He's got a warrant out. Yeah, warrant. <laughs> Jesus has got a warrant out for Ethan. Don't let him in. I don't know. I made that one up. Uh, so I wasn't allowed inside church. I probably was. Everyone's allowed. Uh, Sherpas. I was talking about this before the podcast started. And I really am curious about it. Again. Oh yeah. My I always feel like there's influence. An influence had to be done differently. I know you're younger than us, but even our childhood, like I didn't like have Instagram to see everybody doing it. I mean, the closest I would get would be like a Snoop Dogg music video back in the day. But I believe everybody has a calling and a Sherpa to help guide your early days in the in the weed industry. And for me, as I was telling you, it was growing up when I first started smoking weed with like Wiz Khalifa and Mac Miller on like their first albums and everything was about weed. Everything was about smoking. All their music videos had it. That, that was like the, not to mention their music was so chill. You could just kind of like vibe out with your like boys and stuff or girls. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just kind of like, I would ride, I'd ride on you the back. Wiz Khalifa is your Sherpa. I'm saying Wiz Khalifa <laughs> and Mac Miller are my weed Sherpas. 110%. And I'm curious. Oh, yeah. I'm curious if you have, have somebody in that vein. Uh, mm, that is a great question. Uh, I mean, first person that comes to mind, admittedly, is my podcast co-host, Ray. Um, okay. he Fair. has smoked a bunch since he was, uh, yeah, like 20, last 20 years or so. And, uh, and yes, cause I, you know, I, I said I had a couple experiences in college, smoked a bit, but I think uh, as I started taking myself more and more seriously, it was harder and harder to, smoke and like get high and it, it doesn't really it's hard to maintain a really serious perspective of yourself and be high and if you try to it the high isn't fun and so i never right. really had much fun with it and then i started to uh relax a little bit more in my life start take myself a little bit less seriously and even just like start prioritizing my own experience a little bit more you know like right. if i'm if i'm trying to live for 
someone else, then like, if I feel high, I'm going to, and I don't want to look high. And it's like, why do I care if I, if I look Wait, super high? Is, is there a way for you? <laughs> I looking for? You know? Is there a way for you not to look high when you're high? Like, I know for a fact. I think it's I'm, just the paranoia. I was like, that's everybody fair. knows. Exactly. Everybody knows I'm high. I look so high. They can tell. Like, they, yeah. like. That's that's, it. that's, that's fair. Then it's like a bad thing if they think that you're right. High. No, yeah, so. yeah. There's like a stigma around like, oh, like gonna... for us, like growing up, there was a stigma behind like smoking weed. Everyone thought those were like the deadbeat kids or like all that stuff. And now everyone does it. I mean, the straight A student's mother is smoking dope somewhere. Like I, it, you know, it's just all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah. super yeah. super normalized in a lot of ways. But like yeah. there is still even right? even despite how many users, like there's still I feel like such a there's like a bad rap around it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like about yeah. everything, everything about it. Like I know my, my mom and like her generation, they're thinking they're like a 50, 50 of people that are like, we've been doing it for years. It's fantastic. Like we're with you. And then my mom's like, Oh my God, are you smoking? Like that is, I cannot believe that you would just waste your life away. Like, <laughs> just like, why are you? And that it's probably, still, that's why you guys probably have. So I like, maybe I'm wrong. I've only had only one paranoia moment in my weed smoking journey or lifetime. It's and you've complained about it, and it said like you. It sounds like you started with like paranoia and all that when you're initially getting into it, which is fair. That makes sense. Uh, but like because maybe, there's a stigma. I know. It, was that maybe that's what it, I'm just trying to develop. What why everyone has that paranoia? Well, like causes it. Maybe it's the stigma that people have. Maybe it's like not being part of the social norm, or maybe it's, I don't know, it, internal anxiety, anxiety you're battling. I'm curious. I feel like you have a pretty good idea. For of like sure. It. Yeah. I feel like for me, a big part of it's just been fear of not being in control, like having my mind there all the time to like filter right. reality yeah. or, or like buffer myself yeah. to what's going on. And so I'll use that to like constantly measure situations just like moment to moment to moment even like how am i doing in this situation how are things going and when you're when you're super high if you're trying to do that it'll just like get in the way of the experience that you're having and so if i feel like i felt like i can have that all the time when i'm sober it's easier to maintain but it cuts me off from you know my experience in a lot of ways and so when i'm high it's it's like not being able to maintain it and the consequences being almost more drastic. And so I can, if I do just, you know, let it go and, and pay attention to what's going on, not really have a idea of it moment to moment, it can actually be more of an enjoyable experience, but I feel like yeah. weed in a lot of ways just amplifies everything, you know? It's <laughs> oh my like, God. Yeah. I mean, honestly. like everything you think about, you have like the highest thoughts, you eat the weirdest food combinations. Like, it's so bizarre. Everything tastes better. I'm not going to lie oh to you. Oh, my God. I feel like my stomach is like a bottomless pit. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I need everything. I've had I've had some crazy nights. On He's going through edible. it. Yeah. He's got the church kegels. <laughs> I love it. I knew they were coming out front. I'm crying on my own podcast, Andrew. Look what you did to me. I've been, uh, I've been so contained under here. This is what I'm saying. So we were like, well, also, saying? he has to drive to Vegas in like two hours. I have to go to Vegas in like three hours. All right. So All right. you'll you'll be fine by then. We'll just drink some water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just drink, drink some water. Rub some dirt on it. This was the whole point of the podcast, and I'm already upset because I kind of forgot what I was saying. But <laughs> you lost it. I did. I don't know. 
We're, we're saying it amplifies a bunch of Yeah. It amplifies everything that you're feeling. It amplifies oh, everything. Like, like, also, I feel like a weird thing for me, and I I had a really bad experience taking mushrooms one time, and then I think after I had a bad experience doing that, when I would just go back to weed, which is something I've literally been doing since I was in high school, I would get panicky. Like, especially if an edible was put in front of me because it almost, like, triggered my body because I had, like, a bad experience with another drug that I, like, ate orally. It doesn't kick What, what was the mushroom while. experience like? It was, it was, like, the worst. It was the worst day of my life. <laughs> like, so... I mean, we, don't, we definitely don't have to delve into it if you're No, not. I can just brief, like, overview because it's a long, long-ish story. But essentially, I was, like, dating my boyfriend and... I'm like in love with this man. I think I'm going to marry him, like the whole whatever. And we like got into this like really, really bad fight one weekend. And I was going like to Mammoth and he was still in Los Angeles. So like I was away, but we were in a fight and he was mad. And there was something in my like body where I was just like really anxious about the fight. And he wasn't like communicating anything. So I just have anxiety all weekend. Come Sunday, him and I are going to like a Rufus Du Soul concert. And I love Rufus and so does he. And I was like, I've been, we've been planning to like take mushrooms and like go to the show. It's going to be so great. And so he picks me up. He's like not talking to me. I have so much anxiety, like my whole body and we still take the mushrooms. And then it then in turn went into this experience. So it just amplified everything I was feeling, my dizziness, my like, sensitivity i feel like the world was just like literally then crashing he, then you start fighting it too right yeah and i'm and like oh my god i, I gotta get out i gotta get out and he's like trying to like give me some food but like he's fucked up and it's amplifying his emotions about like our argument my, meanwhile diplo's to my left <laughs> and i'm literally just like i can't probably, probably also on some mushrooms yeah. and i'm like i just gotta like wait for the time to pass like i literally just need like an hour I just, and yeah, I was just fighting it. And it was just such an amplified experience. Then afterwards, I felt like I couldn't smoke a sativa anymore. I couldn't take an edible because it would like bring out those anxieties that I didn't even know that I had. So it was like, that was a crazy experience. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's gnarly. And I feel like all of it, like not to, not to glaze over that at all. That's fucking. <laughs> Des, I glazed over it already. He's been talking <laughs> about it. Oh yeah. And it's interesting. Cause like those sort of things that I think these substances that have been made illegal, you know, and stigmatized weed and mushrooms, like they suppress or, uh, they, they show you certain things that are under the surface that are like still impacting you. But right. you just can't see when they're under the surface like that. And so they kind of show out. people themselves. And and so, yeah, like when people have tough experiences, it's always I think it's always like showing you sides. But in a situation like that specifically, like when yeah. you're you know, <laughs> with the, with your boyfriend and like it's already there, like. Yeah, it, that's it that's just, a lot of intensity already. Because it, like, it's it's so bizarre also because your brain, like I knew I was in a good situation. Like I'm going to a sick ass concert. It's going to be so like I'm so pumped. But it brought out everything that like my body, like it was almost like a completely separate 
my brain could tell me that I'm fine. I'm feeling okay. There's literally nothing wrong in my situation and my body will just like, everything's amplified. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, and I was also kind of new to mushrooms when I did that whole thing. So it was just like, I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I'm never doing it again. I've done them. I've done them again. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're a decent time. I Did I already ask how many, how much the dose was that you took? Oh, I took what? five. Five caps, five, five stems. Oh, wait. Oh, five you're talking grams. about, are you talking about weed today? No, no, no. The, <laughs> or mushrooms. the mushrooms. The mushrooms. Yeah. Um, I took, I think I just took a stem, like a stem, either a yeah. stem or a cap. Yeah. I mean, enough to, like, en- like yeah, because I didn't, I, I also am not, I don't really like to trip because that also gives me really bad anxiety. So we'll, de- we'll deal with that at a later date. Um, but like, I just wanted like the giggles, like I just wanted to feel good. So I was like, I'm not going to take anything crazy. And also I was still new ish to the drug. So I was still like experimenting with it. But yeah, after that, I'm pretty much a mess. (laughs) What's up party people at this point, you can tell I'm so stoned during this episode. I can't even see or speak straight. And Sierra's going into some deep, deep, sad stuff. But we're going to be back next week with Andrew Murnane for part two. And boy, oh boy, do I just get higher and higher. We'll catch you next week, everybody. You'll get absolutely nothing. Every time I get the breath to breathe, you're next to me. Building up some press release to get none. You'll get none. You'll get one. Oh, girl. Hell yeah, I'm up in this bitch. Zach up in this bitch. I've arrived with Fucking bucket full of CDs and flying out my city and it's really something. Bushmen, little buildings and the hills amongst them. Got a couple homies out in Austin, cost them messages, W tickets, cop them. Cause I'm feeling like a bigger stage, a bigger wage. Just coming from what's pumping in my rib cage. I'm getting paid and nothing's new again. Now my dick again, yep I came up out what I used to claim Back in blacker days, now I move the ball forward I'm cracking open pack of plays, Dave I'm pumped about your son man, your one man That got me into music in the first place In the worst ways, I, I wanna give your boy the gift of feeling right brain To know the love that mom and pop and Drew and us have contained I, I can't say that it gets to me But every time I pull my head up, there's a flex to V You'll get none, you'll get none, you'll get None, you'll get absolutely nothing Every time I get the breath to breathe You're next to me With your fucking press release You'll get none You'll get none You'll get one Oh, girl Everybody want a piece when you are rock star They wanna talk about the bottles and the lobster They never talk about the inner piece of lockdown Now the handles Thank you for listening to Believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.